Hello, my name is Ken, and I want to welcome you back to Deep Waters. This podcast is brought to you by Applied Strengths Ministry, where we believe working together in our strengths is the effect of working out the will and calling of God in our lives. The title of this message is Living Dirt. This is a multi-episode series, in which this is episode one of three. I guess I could have called this message Green Screen, but that's only a few people who would have gotten it. So why is it that things grow out of dirt? I mean, think about it. We spend our lives trying to remove it from our bodies, homes, cars, carpets, shoes, pets, the air. But all the while, when we plant a seed in it, we have great expectations that the soil will produce our desired result. So we basically kick it out of the house and tell it to get to work. This far and no further, says a wife who vacuums daily. Soil is made from both dead and alive components. It is the same as with a Christian. You see, it's the God triplets, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, that is, the alive portion of our new, authentically born-again selves. The dead or dying part is in our old man that is crucified with Christ. For the unbeliever, if you are listening, you are all dead in your sins, just like the believer was until Jesus made us alive. Christ affects the condition of your soil and can change it, depending on whether you allow him to do so or not. As we go a little deeper, we see that the word of God, the seeds of heaven, is planted in us by God himself. And depending on the current composition and condition of our soil, the seed grows. You see, there are varying degrees of soil types. And with that, we will look at them now. This includes a definition for both believer, those being saved, and the non-believer. Matthew 13, 1 through 9. 18 through 23. On the same day, Jesus went out of the house and sat by the sea, and great multitudes were gathered together to him, so that he got into a boat and sat. The whole multitude stood on the shore. Then he spoke many things to them in parables, saying, Behold, a sower went out to sow, and as he sowed, some seed fell by the wayside, and the birds came and devoured them. Some fell on stony places where they did not have much earth and they immediately sprang up because they had no depth of earth. But when the sun was up, they were scorched, and because they had no root, they withered away. And some fell among thorns, and the thorns sprang up and choked them. But others fell on good ground and yielded a crop, some a hundredfold, some sixty, some thirty. He who has ears to hear, let him hear. Verse 18, Therefore hear the parable of the sower. When anyone hears the word of the kingdom and does not understand it, then the wicked one comes and snatches away what was sown in his heart. This is he who receives a seed by the wayside. So I got to speak to this one for a second. If you hear the word, but you don't understand it, then you are obligated to go and understand it, lest you will lose it. Is it any wonder why so many people cannot tell you what was spoken on Sunday when they're asked about it on Monday. That's because what they heard, they didn't understand. So the devil came and stole it away. Now you're right back to where you started before Sunday came. And this is a cycle that repeats all across the land. The only way to stop this is when you hear something preached, is to make sure that you have understanding of it. You can either ask your pastor, you can ask the teacher, you can ask your life group leader, Or you can go into the Word and ask the Holy Spirit to give you revelation of what it says. Unfortunately, too many people say that they don't have enough time to do that. 
So you're wasting your time, I say, going to church because this right here tells you when you go there and you don't understand what's being spoken, then you lose it. That's why Jesus said in verse 9, he who has ears to hear, let him hear. Is this not applicable to the believer, those who are being saved and the unbeliever? Verse 20, but he who receives the seed on the stony places, this is he who hears the word and immediately receives it with joy. Yet he has no root in himself, but endures only for a while. For when tribulation or persecution arises because of the word, immediately he stumbles. Is this not happening because we in the church, especially those who are called to operate in the fivefold offices, are not equipping the saints for the work of ministry and making disciples that remain? We must teach that persecutions, sufferings, tribulations, testings, God corrections, and devil attacks are the mainstay of Christianity. In this soil type, you can recover by getting back in the race, learning how to go through in service of others, in love and grace through faith. If when these things happen to you, if and when these things happen to you and you act out immaturely, then you know that you are rootless. Maturity is a natural side effect or a byproduct of persecutions, sufferings, tribulations, testings, God's correction, and devil attacks. They are needed to perfect us. They are needed to build our character. You know how I like to interrupt scripture with a scripture. Romans 5, 3, 4. And not only that, but we also glory in tribulations, knowing that tribulation produces perseverance, and perseverance, character, and character, hope. I think that we should do this up front, as we are told up front by Jesus to count the cost. Here I go again. Luke 14, 28, 38. For which of you, intending to build a tower, does not sit down first and count the cost, whether he has enough to finish it, least after he has laid the foundation and is not able to finish? All who see it begin to mock him, saying, This man began to build and was not able to finish. Or what king going to make war against another king does not sit down first and consider whether he is able with 10,000 to meet him who comes against him with 20,000? Or else while the other is still a great way off, he sends a delegation and asks conditions of peace. So likewise, whoever of you does not forsake all that he has cannot be my disciple. If a Nubian knows what they are in for, not a thorough explanation of the gory details, has already happened to us, because we don't know how God will mature them, but that these things will happen. You will suffer for his namesake. He may be persecuted. You will go through trials, as this earth seems to consist of nothing but. But most needed and resisted is God's correction and discipline. Keep in mind it is a sign of his love for us. Verse 22, now he who received seed among the thorns is he who hears the word and the cares of this world and the deceitfulness of riches choke the word and he becomes unfruitful. Note that in all three of the compromised soil type explanations, they heard the word. I say this because we know that the Bible talks at length about those who cannot hear the word or see the kingdom of God, deaf and blind the blind leading the blind. They both fall into a ditch. Yet this people group heard the word. In the case of thorns, this individual becomes unfruitful. We are not talking about losing salvation here, not that it doesn't happen. But becoming an unfruitful Christian will create all kinds of issues in an authentically born-again believer's life. 
this soil type is fixable, so get help in fixing it. And just because you may have gotten unfruitful by yourself, doesn't mean you can become fruitful by yourself. John 15:16, You did not choose me, but I chose you, and appointed you that you should go and bear fruit, and that your fruit should remain, that whatever you ask the Father in my name, he may give you. So now in this last case of soil types, we are told that in this soil, we will bear fruit that remains, and that whatever we ask of God, he will give it. Now about the part chatting about remaining fruit, we all know that you cannot throw seed on the ground in its natural condition, tending not at all to it, while it tries to take root, and then expect that the plant will produce much or even survive at all. Same with fruit trees. You must pay attention to them all the time, in and out of season, so that they bear fruit that remains, is tasty, sizable, etc. Where we go wrong, those in the fivefold ministry and in the church, is that we emphasize church growth but not personal spiritual growth. That is, we do not effectively equip the saints for the work of ministry, nor make disciples that remain. It's kind of like catching a boatload of fish but you're only able to clean 5% of the fish before the rest of them go bad. Discipleship is making good ground. You mustn't just be able to hear the word, but to also understand it. It is a five-fold minister's responsibility to create an environment and culture of learning, knowing, understanding, and doing. But he who receives seed on the good ground is he who hears the word and understands it, who indeed bears fruit and produces, some a hundredfold, some 60, some 30. Jesus is the original seed, as John states, in that the beginning was the Word. John 1, 1 through 5, 10 to 14. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through Him, and without Him nothing was made that was made. In Him was light, and the life was the light of men, and the light shines in the darkness and the darkness did not comprehend it. He was in the world, and the world was made through him, and the world did not know him. He came to his own, and his own did not receive him. But as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become children of God, to those who believe in his name, who were born, not of blood, nor of the will of flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. Verse 14, And the word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Well, that's it for today. I hope you didn't get too dirty. Remember, it's not what you find wrong or disagree with regarding these messages, but what you can take away from it. Together, we can do more to impact the kingdom than if we work alone. Let's flip the script and kill, still and destroy the works of the enemy and create space for the light of light to shine through into people's lives. Plant a seed and click on the like and subscribe button. Let's build this ministry together. Thanks and see you next time and keep watching.